episode 5 of the Irish Tennis Updates podcast. My name is Adam and I am your host. This episode I chat to Sinead Lowen. Sinead has a career high ranking of 748 and has won two pro titles. Last week she kicked off her 2020 campaign in Greece. During the chat we talk about Sinead's best memories on tour, her advice for juniors looking to get into the game and we also talk about tennis in general. But before we get into the interview, I want to live up to the name of the podcast a little bit and provide a couple of updates about Irish tennis over the last couple of weeks. Firstly, uh, Simon Carr reached a a doubles final in the 25k Futures event in South Africa last week. Now this week, he's uh, playing a challenger event in the same venue, uh, playing singles and doubles. Peter Bothwell has been playing in Portugal the last couple of weeks. He won the doubles title the week before last. And then last week, he won his first round singles match to end his losing streak that went back a couple of months. Um, And a great win he had in that first round, third set breaker. And then in the second round, he pushed the second seed uh, to two tight sets. So uh, Peter's in some great form at the moment. Hopefully he can keep building on this in the coming weeks. Finally, Carola Bejanaru was playing in Greece last week in the same uh, event as Sinead. She had a really impressive win against the second seed before falling in the round of 16. Now, just before we get into the interview, I'd like to give a quick shout out to a new tennis podcast called Game to Love. Uh, They're based in the UK. Um, It's a really fun, entertaining look into the world of tennis. I have listened to a couple of episodes and I've really enjoyed them. You can check out the podcast on all good podcast sites, including where you're listening to this right now. Please do check them out as soon as you're done listening to this. So let's get into the interview. And I started by asking Sinead what her favourite chocolate bar is. Um, Really like dairy milk caramel or dairy milk fruit and nuts. Definitely a big fan of the overall dairy milk chocolate collection. So I guess I'll go back to to maybe earlier in your now we'll, we'll get back to tennis. I'll get back to yeah. maybe earlier in your uh, tennis journey. So how early um, in your life did you start playing tennis? Um, I started playing tennis when I was about seven years old. Okay. Um, I I started with you know the it's called parks tennis now. Back then it was Kit Kat tennis. Oh, there right, was like yeah. a one tarmac court about a five minute walk from my house and I just started playing there with my older brother and then joined the tennis local tennis club in Tremor and just kind of took off from there started playing local tournaments um when I was about nine and then played Fitzwilliam under 10 when I was 10 was my first big tournament first trip to Dublin for a tournament okay um and I won that so things kind of took off from there I guess yeah, so I, I guess at that point you were kind of you were hooked. You're into into uh, the world of tennis. Then how was how was the rest of your I guess your junior years? Did you have much success within Ireland and and maybe abroad as well? Um, well, when I was younger, I wouldn't. I would have done lots of sports. I was involved in athletics, soccer, a lot of GAA. So until I was about twelve, I was kind of focused on all of them. I wasn't only playing tennis. You know, I didn't. Yeah. I I played. The junior tournaments only around the southeast of Ireland when I was 10, 11, 12. Yeah. I didn't really go play the Dublin tournaments much. Um, 
And then when I was about, I was about 13, I started traveling up to, to DCU every weekend, to the National Academy to practice there and started traveling to play tennis Europe's when I was about 13, 14. Okay, super. Yeah. So you had, I guess you, you got into that, you were playing a little bit abroad, a bit more in Dublin. Then as you get yeah. towards 17, 18, you're coming to the end of juniors. What, 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 what are your thoughts at that point? Yeah, I started playing ITFs when I was about 15. Um, okay. I was living in Dublin full time. In transition year, I moved to Dublin. Right. Um, I had been just up there at weekends before that. And I was practicing in DCU for two years, um, living full time there and doing school by myself, basically, with the help of my parents, who were, were both teachers. Um, so okay. then I finished playing ITFs when I was around 17. My highest ranking was 160. Um, okay. I, I got a shoulder injury, which kind of stopped me from playing ITFs. Um, but then, yeah, I decided when I was 18 that I wanted to go on a scholarship to the U.S., so then I went back to Waterford for a year uh, to do my leaving cert, basically, and then headed off that next August to the States. Very good. Which college did you go to? I went to University of Miami. And how long did you spend there? I spent four years there, yeah. Okay, so what, what years were they? Like, were they, was it about that was It like would have 20? been 2014 and graduated May 2018. Okay, right. So it's it's still yeah. quite recent, really. Yeah, yeah. So how did you find the transition then from juniors to seniors? I guess college would have helped it or definitely um, affected it, but how did you find it overall? Yeah, I mean, I I hadn't played. I'd played maybe one or two futures before heading to the States. Um, and then I, I played my first, first tournament 2016, first futures during college in 2016. Um and won won my first one in in Portugal, okay. and then the summer after that I played again and yeah I mean I guess my junior ranking wasn't extremely high with my highest was one sixty but right. um I mean I had a very good first year in college which definitely helped me going into going <laughs> into the futures that next summer yeah so the first time I would have um seen you would have been in in the Irish Open was that, that two years ago when you went. To the final, uh, that or was, was that? That was 2018. Wait, was it 2018? It was two years ago, yeah, I think. So how was that week? Was, was, that, so it, was that just after your, your title in Portugal, was that? It was 2017, actually. Yeah, it was just after I had played. I'd won the tournament in Portugal, played one after, and then went into the one in, in Car- or not Carrick Mines, Fitzwilliam. Mm. Yeah, it was a great week. Um I was actually injured since the first one or the one in Portugal, but yeah, it was it was a good week. Um, kind of froze in the final. Didn't <laughs> play well. At, didn't play well at all. Um, yeah. But I'd been playing. I'd been playing good tennis up till then. How did it feel being at home compared to when you were in Portugal? Did you did you mean did you really feel kind of home support and, and all that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the support that that I had for that final was amazing. People traveling up from Tremor, from Waterford. Just like people showing up who, like, yeah, I mean, people showing up who I'd never expect, you know, and just for the whole match, all I could hear was my my name, win or lose the point. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was very disappointed to lose it, but 
yeah, definitely didn't didn't play my best tennis that day. Yeah, it must have been disappointing, but I guess yeah, it was. Um, yeah, since I, since I had all the support, you know, and then yeah, 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 it just kind of froze. Yeah. Um. So just to, to to put your career, I guess, in kind of a snapshot, a snapshot. So from that point, you were you in? You had period, periods of injury between now and and then, did you? Um. Well, that. That was when that summer I, I was just about to go into my final year of college, right? Um, and obviously was in in my mind all throughout my college years. Would I would I give the tour a go after or not? And mm. my fourth year going into it, uh, I mean my fourth year in college, I had I had a lot of injuries. Um, this, the last season struggled a bit, struggled a bit, um, okay. and then. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I was super burnt out, um, and I said I would take the summer, um, take the summer off. I, I really needed the break, you know. Um, so, didn't play a whole lot that summer. Um, was this twenty eighteen summer? Sorry, this was this was yeah, this was the summer twenty eighteen summer. Right, that yeah. was after I graduated in May twenty eighteen. Mm. Um, so yeah, and then. And then, I, yeah, that summer I was struggling with some injuries. Didn't play a whole lot. Um, kind of didn't didn't have a huge desire to go and play straight away. Um, then I started working in bank in Dublin in January. Um, okay. And then I was still playing a bit, you know, like maybe before work for an hour, after work yeah. for an hour. I was keeping my eye in. Yeah. Um, staying fit in the gym. And then... I played Fed Cup in April in Montenegro okay. and kind of got the taste back for the competitive aspect a bit mm. um, and said that, I mean, time, it's kind of now or never to go, to go and play and give yeah. it a try, you know. So, yeah, that's where I am now. Yeah, so then your first event back, was that, was that the one in, in Dublin last year? Um, yes, in, in that was yeah, in Cark Mines in mm. July. I yeah. had just fin I just finished working the bank the week before that, I think. Okay, so, so. You're, you're straight back into it. <laughs> straight back into it, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. since then you've been I guess full time on, on full time, yeah. I I moved to to Valencia to practice um in a small academy in September. Right. And I have been there since I played I think five tournaments, five or six tournaments before before Christmas. I I was out in Turkey and Antalya before Christmas. Um, I had to withdraw with a with a sh- with an elbow injury, okay. which I'm still I'm still getting over. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. that stopped me a bit. I was hoping to play tournaments beginning in February already, but uh, last week was my first one, and I'm out in Greece now for another one. Yeah, so you're doing the, the the two weeks in Greece, and then and what's the plan then going for the next couple two of weeks months? in Greece, um, and then I will go back to Valencia for either a week or two, and then I'll hopefully head off to Tunisia uh, for three weeks there, um, and get play on the hard courts there, and then back probably again for another week, and then three weeks somewhere else i'm not sure exactly where you know it's it's hard i have to wait and see with the lists because i don't have i don't have a whole lot of points right now so it's kind of wherever i'm getting into you know yeah so you're kind of looking at maybe one to two weeks of of training then two to three of of competition in that kind of ratio is it 
yeah, yeah. I need to play as I need to get matches at this stage. You know, try and yeah. play as many tournaments as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So you're at the moment. You're definitely your ambition is, it, you know, assuming injuries don't have too big of an impact to to play for the for the you know the next the foreseeable future. Really. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely the plan. I think the most important thing is trying to stay healthy, which is it's not easy, but um, but yeah, like obviously the goal you you train to play tournaments, you know. So, and I I love competing as well. So hopefully I can. Hopefully, I can get a lot of tournaments in this year. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, so I'm I'm interested to see now. So on a so during a tournament week, um, what's your your routine on on, on match day? You have a match maybe in the afternoon. What what you know? What, yeah. what what's your routine? Well, I love I love playing first or second on, but <laughs> I always <laughs> request a first or second match on. Okay. But if not, then I'll wake up, um, and I will probably practice light, something light, 30 minutes, yeah. warm up in the gym, um, then go back to my room, um, have a shower, change, go eat lunch, and then go back to the courts and do another warm up of 30 minutes maybe. Yeah. Um, and then wait, wait to go on, listen to some music or read my book. Yeah. And then after the match? After the match, um, Usually stretching straight after, like a cool down for probably 40, 45 minutes. Um, usually have something to ice. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, shower, um, have something to eat and just chill out. Um, it's much the same thing at tournaments, routines, really. Um, at the moment, I've been lucky enough to, to have a coach with me for for these two weeks in Greece um, okay. because there's, there's one other girl in the academy who I'm, I'm traveling with. Um, and so my coach Miguel from the academy is here at the moment with us, which is oh, yeah. it's a huge help, you know, to have, to have a coach with your tournaments. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the more tournaments he can be, he can be with me, the, the better it is, you know? Yeah. I'm sure it's not a, it's not cheap though to have him traveling with you. It's I, not. I no. No, it's not. Um but we have two or three girls other girls splitting the costs. Okay. Um it's it's not the worst. What would you say in terms of tour life is is the the most difficult aspect of it? Um I mean it's not easy to to live out of a suitcase, you know, you're like I'm back in Valencia for one week and I'm off in Greece for two or three weeks and then back for a week and and off again to Tunisia for three weeks. So I would say, yeah, just living out of suitcase or else sometimes, you know, there's not there's not much variety, you know, if you have the same routine all the time. Yeah. Um but definitely definitely enjoying it. Um, yeah. I mean it's it's definitely a life a life with a lot of sacrifices, but yeah. I mean, it's what it's what you give up, you know, to do to do something you love. Yeah, yeah. Um, how is is food when you're traveling? Because I guess you can't maybe be in control of the food as much as you might like yeah. to be. Is, are different countries? I mean, would you have different food situations? How, how's Greece? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not a picky eat, picky eater, so it's great. But mm. I mean, the food here, the food here in Greece is great. They have they have a wide variety of 
of everything, you know, I can't really complain, but yeah, yeah, sometimes when you go to go to places, the food's not the best. Yeah. Um, but the food here is definitely fresh and there's a lot of variety, so can't complain. What's your, your favorite thing about tennis uh, overall? Um, my favorite thing about tennis would definitely be, definitely be competing. Okay. Um, I think I'm a very competitive person, so like in practice, not a huge fan of doing, but like I know you have to do them, like they have to be done basketball. Like yeah, I just yeah. love playing, I love playing points. Um, yeah. I think that's what it's all about, you know, being yeah. a competitive yeah. person. I've always enjoyed, they always enjoyed competing and playing tournaments. Um, so, yeah. Um, do you, do you watch much tennis? Do you follow results and keep up to date with like, you know, yes. Grand Slams and all that stuff you would? Yeah, for sure. I love, yeah, I love watching the Grand Slams. Um, who's your yeah, favorite player? <laughs> Federer. Oh yes, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm a big, big Federer fan as well. How, how can you not be your favorite player? <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, I mean, he's out now, injured though. I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I know he's about, getting uh, surgery. I know. I'm, I'm worried about his, his uh, Grand Slam uh, winning age is future. Catching up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's about it's about Djokovic. time to be fair. Yeah, I know. Djokovic will will catch up, but like the thing that annoys me about Djokovic is that like he wants the same respect Federer Federer has, but he's never going to get it. You know, no, he's just no one will ever earn the same respect Federer gets. It's similar with Nadal, isn't it? It's 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 almost yeah. like Djokovic feels that he just can't equal what either yeah. of those have. I know, I know. He's just it's because of the way he behaves with with the fans sometimes. You know, yeah. Although he's gotten better, but he will never earn him or Nadal will never earn the same respect Federer has. Yeah, he'll never be be quite the same. No. Um, who do you reckon will will end up with the most slams? I mean, Djokovic would be my. I think Djokovic, yeah, Djokovic. I mean, even this year he could he could he could level with Federer this year, you know. I know, like um, his his. I see his goal is to, to be unbeaten this year. I saw I saw that a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I like know. it's a scary thought. <laughs> Someone needs to put a stop to him. <laughs> I know it'll be, it'll be Federer and Wimbledon. He'll he'll do it. Oh God! First <laughs> tournament back. I highly doubt it. <laughs> um, yeah. would, you, would you have a favourite tournament to watch? Oh, for sure, Wimbledon. Mm. Yeah. Have you ever been? You probably yeah, have. I went. Yeah, I went when I was about sixteen to watch. I saw yeah. everybody, of course, but Federer, uh, and I went to Roland Garros last June, and I saw everybody but Federer, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the I one know. person you want to see, but yeah, before he retires, and I'm probably not going to get to see him. Oh, I've actually I have seen him once. I went down. I went to London yeah. for the the O two the ATP finals. Um, oh yeah. Twenty it was twenty seventeen. I did get to see him. Amazing. Um, I remember, you know, as as he's walking on, everyone, you know, I think it was Goffan yeah. who was playing. I was, I think it was the semi. He was playing Goffan, and uh, you know, Goffan walks on first, like applied applause, and then you know, and then when Federer walks on, everyone stands up. You know, they're cheering. It's, it's, it's a whole whole different level. <laughs> I know. It's like the god just walked on the court. And then, you know, he's just there, you know, he's cool as a cucumber, just, you know, he's waving to the crowds and, like, you know, he gets it everywhere, yeah. you know, he, he's just like every single class, match he plays. Like, oh, he's just pure class, like, and oh. everybody knows his time's coming to an end, so I know. it's more special now, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Olympics will be interesting, actually, when he, when he plays those. If they're well, not cancelled, that is, too. yeah. I mean, it, it's, it'll be his last one for sure, and uh, hopefully he gives a good account since... Put, put It'd be great for him matches. to get. I know that's that's 
that's one of that's his biggest goal at the moment he had an Olympic medal I think big time I mean he obviously has yeah. the doubles gold but he ne- he's never got the singles gold it would no. be yeah he needs that singles it'd, gold it'd be something special <laughs> alright if he got it it would it certainly would yeah um, <laughs> and then and what about Irish tennis do you have um, do you follow kind of Irish tennis obviously um, yeah I'd follow I mean your Twitter account's obviously great so that keeps me up to date well um, <laughs> thank you yeah no I, I do my <laughs> yeah, you're best doing a great, you're doing a great job on that and then obviously all the players in the states you know I follow I'd follow all their Instagram accounts so I'd be up to date mm. with, with how they're doing um yeah yeah so and you, you like you like I guess I mean obviously you'd be in touch with obviously certain players being in that in those circles yeah. I guess which is as well yeah, definitely. I'd be yeah, be in touch with a good few of them over there. You know, I've been through it all myself, so obviously still still interested in it. And some of them are doing great. You know, George Drummy and Julie yeah. Byrne. Yeah, they're really doing great. I asked uh, a moment ago about your favorite event to watch. Would you, do you have a favorite event uh, to play? Always love playing Fed Cup. Mm. Um, you know, you're you're out there representing your country. You have all your teammates beside you you're playing for something more than just yourself you know um played it last year um the year before that I was injured in the summer couldn't play it um I think I played my first year was 2013 maybe okay um but yeah definitely have a lot of time for Fed Cup um, yeah hopefully be hopefully be playing again this summer I think it's, it's on it's in June, the summer, in, Lit- the, the it's on in, June in Lithuania okay. I think yeah what would you say is your your proudest moment or your best memory from your career so far? Um, would probably have to be my first uh, my first pro title in Portugal in 2016. Yeah, um, went into the tournament as a qualifier. Didn't really have expectations. I remember my my second qualifying match. I was five two down in the third set. Um, already thinking about flying home before coming back for the next tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Managed to get through that match. It was probably my toughest match of the tournament, and then made a run all the way to the final and won the final. Um, it's crazy. So yeah, that was that was a great feeling. It's crazy how you know the toughest match can come against someone else in the qualifying draw, and I'm sure you yeah. played seeds along the way to the title, and it just kind of shows yeah. the depth that at that level. It it for sure does, yeah. Like even out here in Greece, and you know, there's three rounds of qualifying, but like some of the the qualifiers are just of such a high standard. You know, you have top juniors coming in, and you have yeah. players who are used to be top 200 coming back from injuries, and like yeah. it's just every match you have to be ready. There's no easy matches. Yeah, uh, you have yeah. to be ready for all of them. Um, would would you have any advice then for for juniors coming through that would you know, be be playing at a high high level and maybe sixteen, seventeen, any advice for for how they could go yeah. about their tennis life? Obviously this life, you know, it's it's a lot of sacrifice, a lot of commitment. I mean it's not for everyone, but yeah. I mean if you if you have a clear vision of where you want to get, whether that's training full time and giving the tour a go or using college as a stepping stone, uh, using it as development and then giving the tour a go after you know that's also that's also a way to go um but definitely like it's not a life for everyone and it takes it's a lot of commitment a lot of sacrifices 
a lot of hard work. You think you're working hard, but there's hundreds of other girls working hard too, you know. So yeah. Um, yeah. yeah having having gone to college in the US yourself how, how highly would you recommend that for people in that kind of position uh, couldn't recommend it anymore to be honest um, mm. I think sometimes it's looked at looked at the wrong way as in it's looked at as as maybe a an easy way or you know like I would advise that it could be used as like a stepping stone. You know, you get, you're getting high quality matches every weekend. Yeah. Um, the training there, you're getting three, four hours of training every day. Um, you, you have athletic trainers, physios who are looking after your bodies, your injuries all the time. Like you have, you have everything you need if you use it in the right way. You know, obviously you can go to college and not be fully committed. And but if I think if you if you go and you work hard and you you make use of the resources as best as you can, it's definitely it's definitely a great thing to do. Yeah, for sure. That's some good advice. Um, yeah. So for for the rest of the year, looking at that uh, for you, what 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 what's your your goal for the year? Um, my goal for the year is first to stay injury free, um, <laughs> and then to play. I mean, realistically, you need to be playing probably 25 tournaments per year to to get your ranking up and, and play loads of matches. So, yeah, to play this stage 20, maybe 20 to 25 tournaments yeah, um, and get as many points as possible, try to get my ranking up so I don't have to slog it out in qualifying draws. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's... And then... Yeah, try get into t- main draws of twenty qualies, twenty fives, main draws of twenty fives. Just take it each step, each step at a, once at a time, you know. Um, but yeah, at the moment it's I'm still in qualifying for fifteens, so um, yeah, yeah, I, I would yeah. I won't be getting into twenty fives at the moment. Yeah, no, I guess I wish you all the best for for those goals um, for the rest Thanks of the year. A million. Um, and and beyond yeah so thanks very much uh, for giving up your time yeah thanks a million adam and um, good, good luck next week and and, uh, and beyond you. thank you i'll be keeping an eye <laughs> great good stuff thanks very much <laughs> okay thanks a million adam bye. see bye. you i hope you enjoyed that interview with sinead i found it to be really interesting and enjoyable just before you go another couple of quick updates uh, Connor Gannon was playing some grade four junior events in Denmark. He played two different weeks, and in those two weeks, he let he walked he left with three titles, two doubles titles, and one singles title. So really impressive stuff from Connor. He's now getting close to the top three hundred in the ITF junior ranking, uh, which is massive improvements uh, all the time. So really good stuff from Connor, and uh, making really good progress. Uh, the Winter League, um, by the time you're listening to this, the quarterfinals will have been played. Um, we'll be looking forward to the semifinals. Um, I'd just like to wish everyone playing the best of luck. Um, it's been a slightly disrupted campaign from the weather point of view. Um, just like to wish everyone playing the very best of luck. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Irish Tennis Updates podcast. Uh, please subscribe, comment. And if you did like it, uh, please do spread the word and tell a friend. 
thank you very much for listening. Uh, please don't forget me to forget to follow me on Twitter to subscribe to my monthly newsletter so you never miss an update. And in that newsletter, um, you'll also find um, one coaching tip in each edition, as well as an interesting fact and a, um, a look back at memory uh, lane. So I've been Adam, your host. Um, until next time, get out there, play some tennis, and thank you for listening.